gentlemen welcome to the bitkashi can podcast hi everyone i'm stuti and i'm your host on the bitkashi can podcast thank you all for tuning in today on the podcast we have kanika she is the co-founder of kohoma coffee and before that holds an incredible 12 years of professional experience in diverse fields I can't wait to jump into the conversation with Kanika. Thank you Kanika for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Kanika, uh before we talk about your incredible career experience, I have one pertinent question I just have to ask. Yeah. How do you take your coffee? <laughs> well, I've actually there's a big difference in how I used to take my coffee four years ago when we started this to now. Okay um I was an instant coffee drinker like most other people are in India but now I have my own cup of coffee brewed in a minute at home with a little bit of milk and a little bit of sugar Okay so can we call you a coffee snob no at all actually uh, my husband would be someone who's a coffee snob for sure I am just like every other person is I like my usual cold coffees my cappuccinos and and what uh, about like chai I'm we're in daily drinker okay yeah no no we had a few from the beginning but like i said i think there's been a big change in okay. the way that um i you know look at coffee now i enjoy my coffee um since maybe 5 years ago when we actually started for homa um obviously a result of a lot of you know tasting and sampling that we did you understand so much more about coffee yeah. and then um just understand the taste of coffee Um, my palate has changed a lot since then, so I do appreciate, um, you know, fresh roasted coffee a lot more than I did uh, earlier. I need to try this coffee sometimes. Definitely, soon. yeah. So, Kohoma—that's a very interesting uh, name. What does it mean? What's the inspiration behind the name? Um, so, the word "co" in Kohoma stands for great coffee. um each o is the home or accessibility experience as you may call it and um m e actually stands for aroma all our coffees have great aromas so i feel like when you smell the coffee or when you have a cup of kohoma you're transported to a different world of coffee and coffee aroma that's the reason of sort of having this name and that's why our logo is also a hot air balloon which basically means that you're transported to a world So before I uh, talk about your Kohoma and your journey with the brand, I want to rewind a little bit. Yeah. Before that, you worked as a consultant in the corporate world for almost twelve years. So if you can tell us a little bit about your journey there. So actually, um, right after I did my masters from LSE, I started working in uh, a bank in London because I. was very young i was just 21 and i was just heard the buzzword in london is investment banking and so i wanted to get into it which i did where were you i was at standard chartered okay. um, and then consulting um, division and then i also worked for the boutique investment bank for a short while called eternal capital um and in india yes in india yeah. and then i was introduced to the development um, um sector through um an lse alum um okay actually running a firm called cambridge economic policy associates here and um i got introduced to that and i loved it and then there was no looking back after that i think i've been in the um development sector for about 12 years after that 
um, worked a lot in maternal and child health and nutrition, a little bit of education and gender. Wow. So yeah, a pivot from finance to development and but work with uh, a larger purpose. Yeah. 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 Which I think uh, I my take on it is probably that's why you stuck on and yeah, referred. It, it is very, very interesting work actually because I got to work with a lot of international donors and foundations doing some very, very interesting work in maternal and child health and in education. And those are issues that are still very, very close to me. Yeah. And um, so even though I, I sort think. of moved now and, um, you know, I'm working on Kofoma, that's something, I think that's a sector I'll continue to do work in in whatever way that I can. So you're 12 years uh in the professional setup and then you suddenly decide to take this leap uh, into entrepreneurship. Yeah. So how did that happen? What yeah. was going on in your mind? Yeah. And uh, because it's a big change. It is. Yeah. And we are inherently scared of change and especially after such a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this was not by design. I feel like it wasn't. So my husband started Kohoma in 2018 while I was still working with the yeah. of Social and Behavior Change, which is again funded by the Gates Foundation. Oh, wow. The Bill and Melinda Gates. Yes. So I, I worked think. with them for about three years um, while my husband started Kohoma. And uh, um, and then um, I was expecting a baby at that time. I went on maternity leave, joined that for so 2019. Okay, so right before the right COVID before pandemic, COVID, yeah. So and I, right after, actually, my daughter was born on the first day of the lockdown in COVID. Oh my God, twenty uh, third March, twenty fifth March. Yeah. Right, right. Wow. So <laughs> yeah, it was uh, yeah just something else I think. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I went back to my job after I delivered after taking my maternity leave. Um, but I think just at that point, I got a lot of time to think while I was at home, working, looking after the baby. Uh, and, you know, there were so many changes that were happening within Kohoma also as a result of COVID that um, I just felt like I could contribute a lot more there. Um, drawing from the skill set that I had acquired over, you know, the last 12 to 15 years of working in a job. Um, so I started transitioning slowly by taking over the online part of our work and the e-commerce bit. Um, and then, yeah, since then, I think I've just gone deeper into it and um, taken on other aspects as well. But it was sort of a slow transition that started during COVID. And uh, yeah, you had a COVID baby. Yeah. Literally the day the country went uh, in lockdown. So she's three now. Yes. She just so you're a young mom. And, and at the same time, you've decided to, you know, Start, not start, but enter into uh, a business, which essentially for you is new. So how do you juggle that? Well, that's a hard question to answer because I juggle things every day. It's not like it's a one-time adjustment. And I think as, as a mother, um, you're always torn between prioritizing work, home and baby. So those are sort yeah. of things that I have to deal with on an everyday basis. Um, so I think life has changed completely, but it's, it's an everyday adjustment that we do. And my husband is babysitting my daughter as we speak. Now, so partners at home while raising a child and partners in business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, 
I have to ask you about that dynamic. Like, what is it? Uh, how do you manage working with your husband? Um, and like, how do you balance that dynamic of seeing him at home? Yeah. And then seeing him at the office? Um, well, uh, he's, we are very, very different in our ways of working and the way we think about things, which is both a good thing and a bad thing because um, the good part is that we complement each other's skill sets a lot, right? Um, so he may be comfortable doing something that I am not, which is where I sort of then pitch in and say, I'll take over. Um, we also um, look at things very, very differently, which is very important when you're in um, you know, a customer-facing uh, business. We always yeah. get two perspectives on the table, um, which is very, uh, you know, important for any brand. Because if you start looking at a product or a business from just one angle, you miss out on a lot, right? It's very important to get everybody's perspective uh, here. Um, and that goes back to when we started, actually, uh, when we were finalizing the products that, you know, we want to come up with, the blends that we want to come up with, the flavors, etc. We were very very different in our uh you know ideas and our decisions uh which i thought really added to the brand in itself um so i'll give you one small example we do ready to drink cold brews and we do flavors within that when we started okay. out um my husband is not a cold coffee drinker at all <laughs> like and like coffee. so cold coffee is just an indian uh way of having coffee anywhere else is like an Iced latte. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I guess because we are not, you know, India is a big, big coffee drinking market yeah, as well. We have is. to sort of respect um, all consumers. Yeah. Of and course. Cater to all of them the way yeah. I like it. Um, but my husband was dead against it and he said, I'm not. Dead against cold coffee. Cold brews. Uh, yeah. Launching ready to drink cold brews. And that's when I said, I'm sorry, I like it. So we have to do it. And um, same goes with, you know, we did a lot of blind tastings for our products and we did do a lot of naturally flavored coffees as well. So that's something um, he wasn't really in favor of. But I think I bring that consumer side to it because you may call him a coffee snob. I, like I said, I'm a regular coffee drinker. Yeah. Um, so I think those things are there. But yeah, seeing each other all the time, um, honestly, I don't have any complaints because we have a three-year-old. We barely get to spend any time together. So sometimes we yeah. get together in a conference room in a meeting. That's the time we actually get to spend with each other. So that's actually yeah. a blessing in this. Yeah. Now that we have a baby, it yeah. is. I don't know how it would have worked out otherwise. Yeah. Um. And I think we are actually managing two very different parts of work. So I look at retail and online and he does a lot of the B2B work. So in that sense, we sort of separated, Um. you know, our working on that. But it's very important. Yes. Yeah. Your husband and you are balancing things out so well at both the work front and at home with your three-year-old baby. But it's natural for conflicts to arise in any business yeah. uh, that has more than one uh, proprietor. So when that happens, how how can you how do you yeah. uh, deal with it? What we did from the beginning, like I said, was we sort of segregated the things that we will be managing. So things that I look at or when it comes to be online or retail or whatever, um, I'm closer to a lot of things that are happening there. But there are times when I need his advice um, or vice versa in terms of, you know, how to deal with an issue that's coming up with either a client or, uh, yeah. you know, how to resolve an issue at work. 
and uh, that's the time that we actually sit down and talk about it and uh, you know it, it's more a way of helping each other here rather than resolving a com- conflict I would say um, and there are times when you know he needs my opinion in, in the B2B stuff that he's doing and you know that's when we sort of you know sit down discuss things share ideas etc yeah but at the end of the day I think um, the idea is to give the clients a good experience in whatever we do um, so we end up sort of resolving it by just having a discussion and thinking about everything from that point. So Kanika, thanks to Mr. Kejo, everybody who comes here yeah. wants to get a hamper yeah. <laughs> or like sign a coffee mug. Yeah. But today in our studio, we actually have a very beautiful Kohoma coffee hamper yeah. that I really want you to unbox and Show everyone what this actually has. Yes. Happy to see that. So we have this fresh roasted coffee tin here. This is one of our best selling. This is um fresh ground and uh, roasted coffee. So all the bad tins actually um come with a pure brew filter. So um like I said, I think the idea behind Kohoma is to make great coffee accessible to everyone. We don't expect our customers to have any fancy coffee brewing equipment at home. It's good if they have a French press or mocha pot or whatever, but if they don't, we have this reusable filter inside. And all you need to do is literally um, put two spoons of coffee in the filter, pour hot water, and you get a fresh cup. That was the idea behind designing all of the products that we have. They're ready to use, and um, the customers are not expected to have anything with them to get a fresh cup at home or at work or on the go. So this is the original custom roast, but we also have naturally flavored coffees where flavors actually infused at the time of roasting. Um, okay. We don't use any artificial syrups or um, preservatives or anything. So, for example, our French vanilla. Let me just see if that we have here. We do have the French vanilla. This um, is made with fresh okay. vanilla. Oh, so tempting. <laughs> this is actually everyone want to come right now. <laughs> get one after this. Um, this is made with fresh vanilla first. Okay. And that's, again, infused at the time of the roasting process. Uh, we also do a cinnamon hazelnut and an organic coffee. Oh, um, yum. Then we have these um, drift coffee bags. So these coffee bags are single-serve coffee bags and actually perfect for work um, when you're just at your desk. All you need to do is just rip it open, fix it on the um, mug, and then pour hot water through it. And then you can add milk or you can add sugar just the way you like. Yeah. Um, so these come in a pack of 10, but we supply these to a bunch of offices because they are the most convenient um, to grow while you're working and you want to take a quick coffee break in between. Um, the third one is actually this Togo cup. Um, this um, has a coffee bag inside. It has sugar, it has creamer, it has a stirrer, it has a deep sleeve. So it's wow. for traveling as well. Um, so again, all you need is what that is very, I've never seen that in a, like a gift coffee hamper. Yeah. So this is actually very convenient as well, um, to carry with you. And it's reusable? Uh, no. So the, yeah, this is, you won't be able to reuse it. It's a single serve. Okay. Bag in between as well. Um, we also do cold brews, which is not in this hamper right now, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> this is what we have. And it's such a cute looking hamper. And I don't want to miss like the little hot air balloon there. 
which will transport you to a world of coffee aroma when you have that. <laughs> I love it. What's next for Kahoma? Like, where do you see the brand in, I want to say, the next five years? I think the idea is to be India's number one, well, number one specialty coffee uh, roasting company for sure. Okay. And, um, a few different ways of doing that are we are definitely already expanding um, in retail, um, online as well. Um, and again, I think the international market is also something we're looking at. So India is actually the fourth largest exporter of raw coffee, but we are lagging far behind when it comes to value addition. Um, there's a tremendous opportunity, um, you know, for um, roasted coffee in some of the international uh, markets. So that's definitely something we're looking at. Uh, we're also planning to launch a couple of new products, which I'm not going to tell you now, but um, you'll be seeing that very, very soon. Very excited for you guys. Yeah, I think that's one thing we're very excited about. And that's going to be a big, big launch coming up in July as well. Oh, fun. Uh, like right around the corner. Yeah. That <laughs> is, and I think the biggest challenge for us has been sort of, um, you know, just creating a habit of fresh coffee consumption in India. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a long process because traditionally India is dominated by tea and instant coffee drinkers. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the people, um, you know, who do get exposed to fresh coffee in whatever form, I think there's no going back from there. And that's changing very, very rapidly in yeah. India um, today. Um, I mean, I see myself as the biggest example of that. Um, you know, till five years ago, I was a Nescafe instant coffee drinker purely because I had no other option. I wasn't exposed to any other kind of coffee. It was easy to make. Mm -hmm. um, which is why I think the way our products are designed is that people um, don't need to spend any extra time in making their coffee. Mm -hmm. um, yet they get a fresh cup. Um, so if you think about it, in India, people are willing to spend those 10, 15 minutes to make, uh, you know, tea on, well, on the stove or the gas and brew it. But nobody would want to do that for coffee because that's how the mindset is of an Indian. That it will take a lot of time. It will take a lot of time. So might as well just do something quick. Yeah. But the way I always look at the difference between instant coffee and fresh coffee is the difference between fresh food and yeah. processed food. That is what the difference is, right? Um, coffee um, in its raw form is actually not water-soluble. It doesn't dissolve in water. Mm -hmm. um, it's supposed to be brewed um, to get a fresh cup. And we see that. Wow, that's something I've learned today. <laughs> because we've all grown up in a yeah. instant coffee, right? So you just feel that that's how coffee is supposed to be. But yeah. um, So I do, because I love coffee, I do have a fresh brew. Yeah. Uh, but every now and then. Yeah. But yeah. like, if I'm being very honest, I need my morning tea. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's fine. But I, yeah. that's also a process yeah. that's sort of slowly changing. We have a lot of our customers, for example, in retail, right, who come and ask us, what tea drinkers? Yeah. And, um, you know, but they do like an occasional cup of coffee once in a while. So, yeah. for example, if they have like a cinnamon hazelnut or a French vanilla, that's a very that change. That's, yeah. In that, 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 that view. Yeah. Yeah, and there are other people who have maybe 10 cups of coffee a day and they just yeah. need a fresh black coffee that they want. So the way everybody has their coffee is very, very different. And our idea is to give everybody the way, you know, they want their cup. That's the whole idea behind um, all our products and the way they are designed and, you know, the platform that they are using to reach. 
So what are the platforms? Like what are your distribution channels as of now? We are available online. All our products are available on our website. We are on Amazon. We are also on LBB, on Kind Life, on UCare. You'll find all our products there. Um, we are in retail, in modern trade as well as general trade. Okay. Um, in fact, in Nature's Basket, we are the only one to have a fresh coffee kiosk. Um, so we have oh, nice. Yeah. So um, we basically customers have the option to come and sample and um, get their coffee ground on the spot. Okay. Um, according to um, you know the way they like it, um, the grind size that they want, they get the coffee Oh wow, that's very doing that is to serve for Nia's basket um in Delhi, in Bombay, in Pune, um in uh, Hyderabad and in all of these places as well. We're in general trade as well, um, in Delhi and in Bombay. And um we also supply um coffees and do custom menus and blends for um cafes, hotels as well as offices. Okay. We also manufacture our own um coffee machine. But these are for sort of larger um, commercial purposes for hotels and cafes. Okay. Just from the business point of view, because um, I wanted to understand this, revenge buying uh, was such a big thing towards the late, uh, latter half of the pandemic yeah. and now. So, and especially for consumer-facing products. Mm-hmm. I wanted to understand your experience yeah. uh, at Kahoma with that. Yeah. Um. So I think um, 2018 is when we started in 2020, COVID hit, right? Yeah. So it was a big hit for everyone, uh, especially the hospitality and the F&B space. Mm-hmm. Everything was shut. And yeah. the only way people could get coffee or buy products was online. And so in the first lockdown and the second lockdown, we actually needed some certification from the government to keep your office open okay for non-essential commodities yeah india tea is actually considered an essential commodity but i was just about to ask Uh, you that i was like in my head when you were like non-essential i was like isn't coffee essential for us but according to (laughs) it's not classified as that um yeah struggled a little bit with that but then when we finally sort of you know reopened our roastery and um, started operations again um, of course, I think that was a big shift there in terms of people wanting things to be delivered um, to them, ordering online on our website or on Amazon. And, you know, we were flooded with messages on our helpline and, uh, you know, um, even our retail partners as well to, you know, supply more coffee because that was the only way people could actually get it. Also, coffee consumption at home increased at that time a lot more, right? Because yeah. People couldn't go out to a cafe or to a hotel to get a cup of coffee. But I think the one thing that people do need early in the morning to sort of uplift their mood is a good cup of coffee. For me, it is an essential commodity. And um, we saw that in COVID that, you know, did uh, there were a lot of customers who just couldn't compromise on that and wanted a good cup of coffee. So there was that change and Slowly as things started opening up, um, you know, with cafes, hotels, retail stores opening, etc. Then that's also a time when, you know, customers needed a point to go out and get coffee rather than sitting at home. So we see saw that change over a period of time, but I'm glad things are back now <laughs> and we are yeah. sort of uh, back to business. Thank you for that coffee-filled, supercharged conversation. And after all this coffee talk, we have our last super fun 
segment and it's called Rapid Fire with D. Kanika, how do you feel? Like a celebrity, Amara. <laughs> <laughs> we also had a hamper in the house. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't feel like I'm on coffee with Tara now. Gosh, she on a rapid fire also. Oh god, so I'm really excited to do this. Uh, we call this rapid fire with D. Uh, you don't get time to think. Uh, you don't know the question. So quick, short, whatever's the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Starbucks or third wave? None. None. You have to choose one. <laughs> okay. Now I say Starbucks. Okay. So Starbucks. Uh, Wonder Woman or Catwoman? Catwoman. Catwoman. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's a different one. Uh, okay. Studying in London or studying in some part of Europe? Studying in London. That ain't in all. Anything in London. <laughs> uh, what is one of the best coffee shops in the world that you've gone to? Um, so there are two actually. Um, there's one called Pete's Coffee. Okay. That's in the US. Um, I also really like Caribou Coffee. Um, that's in the Middle East. And um, I love their drinks. Again, you'll find that 100 kinds of coffees made in a different way. Night out or coffee with the girls? <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, that's a difficult. Yeah, I know. <laughs> don't night out. Night out. Okay, fine. You <laughs> I mean, love a coffee. <laughs> but yeah. express a lot of feelings. Better than both. But with Kohova. <laughs> okay, last two questions. I think I've now started asking everyone is a book. That you love, that you'd recommend to everyone this is. I think there's one called The Power of the Subconscious Mind. Mm. Um, and I love that. Um, I do, really? I'm not, I don't read much, but the few that I have read have been self help books. And yeah. I feel like this one made a lot of sense to me and did sort of change my perspective in terms of how to approach things, think about things, uh, and just gave me a lot of it. Uh, one annoying habit about yourself. Um, I'm not annoying at all. <laughs> no, no. Um, I think the fact that I need to give myself a little bit more priority, and I'm not able to do that. Um, and put my needs um at par with yes. everyone else. I think that's something I'm really struggling with, and I th that's something I would like to change about myself. But that resonates. I I, yeah. I think as 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 young mothers and entrepreneurs, I yeah. think that's something we all need to keep. Telling ourselves yes. again and again. Uh, finally, one word that you would use to describe yourself. I would say resilient. Resilient. Yeah. We like that. Yeah. That's beautiful. And finally, what does because she can mean to you? Because she can in itself says that a woman can do everything. There are no boundaries. Um, and I think there's nobody as strong and as brave as a woman. And, and I really mean that from all my heart having seen all the women around me and I would like to include myself in that as Love well that. as having gone through a lot um, in you know different ways I think only a woman can manage and come out of it thank you and thank you so much for being a part of this 